Hello, and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin, and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. A few weeks ago, I talked about the top five game shows for those with ADHD based on their shared traits. This week, I wanted to talk about the absolute worst game shows for those with ADHD, ones that I would never in a million years apply to compete on. I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. And based on my strengths and weaknesses, due to traits of ADHD, there are certain types of games that I would feel I would be terrible at. So, in no particular order, here are the top five worst game shows for people with ADHD. First, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune debuted in 1975. Contestants solve word puzzles to win cash and prizes by selecting letters and vowels they think will complete the puzzle. Pat Sajak and Vanna White have hosted the game for almost 40 years. Don't get me wrong, Wheel of Fortune is a great game, and I love watching it, but I would never play it. There's no way I would guess the right letters to make up the appropriate phrase, place, or thing I'm expected to guess. And as we know, those with ADHD are often impulsive and blurt out the first thing that comes to mind. Or they ruminate, meaning if they get a phrase stuck in their head, it's hard to get unstuck, even if they know it's not the right answer. There are clips on YouTube of the worst Wheel of Fortune fails ever. In one, a contestant guesses, boozing my shore excursion instead of booking my shore excursion. In another, a contestant guesses, magic yand instead of magic wand. I feel like if I played Wheel of Fortune, I would end up on a YouTube clip somewhere. Next is Jeopardy. Before I get any hate mail, I love watching Jeopardy, and I am in awe of the contestants' ability to recall strange trivia quickly and with ease. The show debuted in 1964 and from 1984 was hosted by Canadian Alex Trebek until his death in 2020. Alex Trebek is a national icon, and there's a reason the show is so entertaining. Contestants undergo a rigorous screening process where they must demonstrate eligibility through mock games. Successful individuals are invited to appear on the show. So, I really wouldn't have to worry about being on Jeopardy because I'd never pass the screening process. The actual show consists of players answering questions based on specific categories and increasing difficulty. They are required to respond with a question to the answer provided. For example, under the category Animals, the answer might be a four-legged creature that meows and the contestant might answer with, What is a cat? That's a fairly simple question, but for those with ADHD who have trouble recalling the right words and who often replace words with others, they might under pressure answer with something like, what's a small tiger? And just for fun, here is a Jeopardy question that every contestant got wrong. The category was authors and the answer was, in 1937, his sister said he had hats of every description, which he would use as a foundation of his next book. The question, who is Dr. Seuss? I don't know about you, but all I can think about now is hats. Baseball hats, cowboy hats, sun hats. I completely forgot I was supposed to be considering an author the answer might correspond with. Next up is Press Your Luck. I never watched the original Press Your Luck, but I have been watching the recent version of the show with host Elizabeth Banks. Press Your Luck premiered in 1983 and features contestants collecting prizes through a completely randomized spin on a giant game board. 
The hope is that they hit the button at the exact right time and win a prize. But all these prizes and masks can quickly be taken away by a whammy, a red cartoon creature. If the contestant lands on a whammy, the contestant goes bankrupt and starts over at zero while the whammy laughs at them. I can't watch this without peering through my fingers. My ADHD brain is attracted to the new and shiny possibilities, but my heart knows that the chance of the contestants making it through the game without losing everything is low. And I feel like it's better to have nothing than to think you want something only to have it taken away. And those whammies, they're just mean. Fourth is let's make a deal. Let's make a deal began in 1963. The format of let's make a deal involves audience members making trades with the host hoping to trade the item they have for something of even greater value. Okay, I hate this show. I hate the kitsch of it. I don't like the gaudy costumes people wear to be on the show. And I dislike the whole premise of the show is to trade one prize for another unknown prize with the possibility of winning big. And there's just too much going on. I feel like I would be completely overstimulated if I were to play this game and I would just shut down, clutching whatever item I had won and I would run as fast and as far away from the host as I could. Lastly, deal or no deal. Premiering in 2005 and hosted by Howie Mandel, it is also known for featuring Meghan Markle as a suitcase girl before she wed Prince Harry. In it, a contestant chooses one briefcase from a selection of 26 and each briefcase contains a specific set of money from one cent to $1 million. The contestant can periodically take a deal, take the cash they have won and quit the game, or keep trying until one briefcase is left, which was chosen before the game began, which they hope contains a large sum of money. Again, not so great for those of us with ADHD. We like new and shiny. There's no systematic way of opening the briefcases that I know of. So I think if I were to play this, I would rush through opening every single suitcase just to see what's in them without consideration for the prizes that I could be taking home. So my chances of winning the big money would be slim, but it sure would be fun to open all those suitcases like my birthday. And there it is, the top five worst game shows for people with ADHD. Until next time, this is Robin and this is Living Life Squirrel a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.